Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is your boy, Mike Wills, the greatest single father alive. And I am Big Will, the realest nigga you will ever meet in your life. What's happening? And after a week off, ladies and gentlemen, a week off, we Very much back. needed a week off, though. Yeah, we needed that. We needed that. And it's been an eventful week. It's been an eventful one. <laughs> We're going to save that for another show, ladies and gentlemen. But we are back with the 50-50 podcast to the wheels fall off. And we just got an interesting topic today. I think it's going to be something that catches a lot of people um, being able to relate to this, you know what I mean? I, th- I think you was the one that brought it up and let you lead off, you know what yeah, I mean? So, yeah, so go yeah, ahead. for sure. Um, uh, but first and foremost, I do want to um, thank everybody who's tapped in with us. Yes, um, the views is going up. It's a lot of uh, people. One particular person, uh, my boy RJ, he uh, owns a company, a restaurant, or, you know, uh, whatever you want to call it, food situation, food trucks coming soon called um, Fam and Soul, F-A-M-A-N-D-S-O-U-L. You can check them out on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, the man is a certified chef, man. He really gets down in the kitchen, man. He said uh, episode number two is what really lit the fire under his ass, man, to get away from uh, – Get away from working for working for them folks and going into business himself. And he's been rocking and rolling. Um, my boy Chris, man, he's doing it. One of the best entrepreneurs I will ever meet in my life. Uh, and Damn. Carissa. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. What's she up to now? Bro. Doing the thing? Yes. She's at a conference. Really? Out of state right now. Really? By herself. Shout outs to her. Shout out doing big things. Okay. So everybody's in my circle that's really doing uh big things and stuff. Leveling that, up. Yeah, leveling up, man. We that's might, what I like to see, brother. We might have to bring her on, on the show next week. Yeah, she's with it. She waiting on me. All right, cool. You know what I'm saying? So we bring her on the show next week. But um, so first and foremost, I just want to say a quick thank you to everybody that's really been plugging in. A lot of my battle buddies from the military, you know, I got people in Guam, people overseas. Shout out to y'all, man. Y'all the real heroes. Yeah, really listening in. So I appreciate all the love, all the feedback. Before we even get started, my dude, how was your week? How was your week? How was your week? Oh, uh, man, it's been great, man. Uh, three properties on the contract right now. I do. Uh, one more is going to be tomorrow. I do. I'm speaking that into it. That tomorrow is going to be the one I'm speaking into it. Hey, man, when two touch and uh, agree, let's go. Hey. Hit it. Bam. Wow. Um, uh, my boy RJ, I just talked to you about, man. Mm-hmm. We're about to get his ball rolling on his uh on his restaurant situation. Mm-hmm. So pretty Let's much marketing director. He put me on as the marketing director for that. Let's do it. So yeah, bro. It's been great. Tiring. Yes, I can imagine so. Tiring. <laughs> Burnt out. Tiring, but I wouldn't ask for a better situation, man. What's going on with you? You had an eventful week, bro. You ain't been here. I have have had a very, very eventful week. So, well, it started off last weekend going away with the military. Right. How was that, man? So, there was that. I love being in the military. But then there are some days I hate being in the military. But then there are days where, you know... It's, it's a love-hate thing. And I think anybody that's in the military will, you know what I mean? They would definitely agree. Yeah, because you just had them days where it's like, damn, do I want to get out? Then you'd be like, nah. You know what I mean? And then people want to talk shit about your branch. And it's like, you can talk shit about your branch, but nobody else that don't wear a uniform or any type of uniform can talk shit. So that, I talk that shit was about a- y'all because y'all wouldn't accept me. They told me I was too fucked up. <laughs> they told me I was too broken up. I'm bro, like, bro, I'm only 32 years old. They the said, meeting, the, if, for anybody that has made it through MEPS, which is the process, and that's, that's what you're talking about. Bro. Um, it It is an event. You sitting through MEPS every station like, damn, is this going to be where I get kicked out? Like the hearing test, everybody knew about the hearing test. Like you gotta put the headphones yeah. on and click the beep. I passed that with flying colors, Nigga, bro. I couldn't hear shit. I didn't know where the beep was. Cause <laughs> after a minute, you in the room and you hearing other people's beeps. 
So you don't know if that's your beep or that's they, because it's like ten people in a room. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they put you in that little exactly. Might as well say a tank. I so you don't tank. know. So you just yeah. clicking on that muscle. So I mean, it's that. It's, it's the drug test and, and, and all that other type of stuff. But everybody know how um, hassling maps can be. But it, it's a love hate thing with the military. Um, other than that, it's 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 been interesting. There's there's been a lot of events um, in personal life, but I think this week has really shown me just like like. Balance. Let's not skip the fact that uh my man's did just get hired on the oh, yeah. supervisor for a company. Oh yeah, man. we not gonna just walk over that. We like, not. That shit didn't happen, brother. And Go ahead, give it up for you that, know the cra- but you know let me crazy story if we can just if we can just segue and this is this is just about like don't second guess yourself. You know what I mean and and don't be scared to humble yourself. And I say that because so when I initially applied for this company, mm-hmm. I had applied just to be a rep. Like, I didn't go in for the supervisor because I put in for the supervisor job and they never called me back. Right. Never called me. So I was like, fuck it. I can't get it. You know what I mean? Like, just needed a little bit of extra bread on the table. So I was like, fuck it. I humbled myself, stepped down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I, and as soon as I humbled myself, bro, I got the call. And the call was for a temporary slot as a supervisor that was supposed to end in February. What? The interview went so good that I got the permanent slot. And I'm the only permanent supervisor on my side. The only one. See, you ain't let me know that. Yeah, I'm the only one. What? I've been keeping that on the low. But what? Many of them Congratulations, hitters, I mean, yeah. brother. Congratulations, The brother. only one. What? So that's That's crazy. good, bro. That's crazy. So out of all the people they just hired, I'm the only permanent dude. Not yeah, so that the was. the man is a melanated brother. <laughs> talk that talk, bro. But it's been, it's been good, bro, but. I mean, like I said, it's just been about balance, man. I'm finding a lot of places I didn't have balance. I'm getting balance in those places. So back in the gym, back eating right, um, you know, trying to make summer 2021 happen. So I'm, oh, I'm bro, good, bro. Go, hey, bro. I'm going vacation in, Vacation I'm going this in. year. Yes, yes. And we're going to flip it. We're going to talk about all that. But let's let's get into this topic, Oh, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. For sure, man. Um, Go, go ahead. ahead. What, you, what are we talking about today, bro? Breaking generational curses. I don't think they're ready for that one, bro. I don't think. Nigga, I might not be ready for this one. Okay. <laughs> but for anybody that does not know what a generational curse is, let me let's give the breakdown of what it is before we go into it. All right, no doubt. A generational curse, and you correct me if I'm wrong, throw your two cents in. Okay. Is where something or a certain situation has been going on in your family for generations. Mm-hmm. This could be divorce, this could be alcoholism, this could be drug abuse, this could be financial financial situations, this could be um, early teen pregnancies, whatever mm. the case may be, right. it, it it doesn't always fall under some type of general category, but it can just be something that's consistently happening Correct. to, you know, either the males or the females or whatever the case may be throughout years. And and at some point, you have to make a decision when you look back and seeing that this happened to everybody else. Are you going to be the person that stands up and says, this ain't going to happen to me? The chain breaker. Exactly. The chain breaker to say, this is where it ends. It's going to end with me so it doesn't affect. Title, by the way. You know what I mean? Chain breaker. I like that. <laughs> so it doesn't affect my future line. Right. You know what I mean? So so give us an example. What you got? Um, Honestly, me, man. Honestly, what, what, what made me come up with this topic is uh, when I stepped back and looked at my family. Mm-hmm. Um. Real, a lot of financial struggles, man. I seen not just, I'm talking about like my, pretty much my whole family. Mm-hmm. Like we have some very successful people in my family, mm-hmm. but just my immediate, I've seen, you know, the financial part of things and I've seen my grandmother struggle and I see my mom struggle and I'm mm-hmm. just like, 
and I, this is where this is the, that part where I had fell off for a little bit because mm-hmm. I was just around it and I was so used to it and I haven't seen I don't I didn't know anything else mm-hmm. until I had to step outside of my room. I really had to step outside of my body, bro, mm-hmm. and figure out like, bro, this is not the way to live. Mm-hmm. If I was to have kids one day, which I plan on doing, mm-hmm. like, who am I to bring my child into this? Exactly. How selfish would I be to have a kid to be in this type of situation? Exactly. So that's when I had to realize, like, all right, bro, you got a lot of talents. What are you gonna do with it, and how you gonna make it? work because mm-hmm. at the end of the day you're an adult now mm-hmm. you dig what i'm saying you're an adult there's no way you should be doing the same cycle over and over true. again Very because true. now if you if i when i have a kid it was going to be a situation where i'm selfish exactly i'm bringing some I, my my job is to raise mm-hmm. him or her exactly into an adult but I don't have the know-how because I've been doing the same bullshit that I've seen everybody else do. Exactly. You dig what I'm saying? You good? Yeah, I'm good, brother. All right. So, yeah, that's why I had to step outside of my body, man. I had to realize a lot of things like, dude, it's, it's, this is not the way to go. Exactly. This is not the way to live. For, for me, my parents were actually the chain breaker that set everything up for me to continue. So, beforehand, like, you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm sure they won't have no problem with me saying this. When, when I was younger, you know what I mean? My parents always made sure I had. Right. But even if that meant they didn't have. You know yeah, what I mean? My mom was the same yeah, way. Yeah, so it was like they, they really stepped in. And when my parents were coming up after they got married, because they got married young, they had me young, nobody gave my parents shit. You know what I mean? And, and everybody can throw their two cents in or whatever the case may be. Nobody gave my parents nothing. We were living in the duplex of my grandmother's house. On the second floor, you know what I mean? With all type of issues with the crib and everything. But my parents busted their ass to go from that to having a two-story home with four bedrooms on an acre of land that was built. That was built. Wasn't there before. Built from the hood. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, y'all from yeah, the hood, from you, Norfolk, from Park Place. Right, because when you when I first met you, you were still in Park Place. Twenty sixth right? Street. Twenty sixth Street in Norfolk. Villa Heights. Yes, sir. Park Place. That's why you act the way you yes, act. Yes, sir. I'm a hood. You can take nigga out of hood. Can't take the hood out of nigga. I'll still beat your ass. You bro. wish. But <laughs> um I'm gonna hit the all right. Um but nah, so they broke that. And so when my parents, I'm I'm thirty one now. So when my parents were um, at 31 is not where I am now. Mm-hmm. My parents didn't have their own spot. I got my own spot. You know what I mean? Right. Granted, I have a kid that happened outside of marriage. However, I'm able to take care of myself and that kid. You but do a I'm, phenomenal job as a father too, bro. But I'm able to do that because my parents and my father and my mother, if we specifically talking about the father aspect, my dad was always there. You see what I'm saying? Like, I never had to doubt this dude. His father wasn't. And my mom's father wasn't. But they said that's not going to happen to our kid. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they broke that chain. So now when people be like, oh, you amazing dad, oh, da, 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 da. And I'm not saying that I'm not. I take my kudos, but I'm just doing what I saw done. You see what I'm saying? Can I do something real go quick? Go ahead. Go ahead. Hit that. And this this is going to be something that I just thought about. <laughs> I want you to do something. Can you go get Brandon yeah, for a second? Hey, hold on. Let me tell him. Let me tell him. Come here. Hold up. I don't want to have no dead air, but hold on. Matter of fact, let me be ghetto. Brandon. He on the Xbox, bro. Nah, he on the phone. For any person that has a child, you know when they get into these phones on YouTube he's or a, Fortnite. He, he, he's, a, he's a man now, brother. Bro, he 13, son. <laughs> this is just scary. Oh, he coming. Hey, come here real quick. 
Yeah. Uh, do me a solid. Close the door real quick. Close the door. I'm, I'm gonna, I want to I wanna ask you a question. Uh, we're recording right now, too. So oh my. my question to you is, how old are you? I'm 13. Speaking to the mic, how old are you? I'm 13. Okay. And Mike has raised you your whole life, right? Yeah. Okay. So what are some of the great things that you have learned from your father? Um, he's pretty wise. So he's told me, like, to stay away from girls and stuff. You yep. Know? There are a lot of poison. And I've learned that. I've learned that. He was right about that. The wrong always, ones. Mm-hmm. Not all of them. Yeah. What the wrong ones? And he's told me that some people aren't really your friends. Right. You got to be really careful around a lot of people because they'll stab you in the back because they want what's best for you. Right. You only got to trust family. Right. That's really some of the main things he's really told me. All right. And that's coming from a, uh, how old are you? I'm 13. That's coming from a 13-year-old that was raised by a single father, man. I wanted to appreciate, I, I appreciate that because, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Basically, what we're saying is he's being, Mike is 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 doing something on a, on a different level. Mm-hmm. Like, his parents broke the chain. Exactly. And what he's doing is he's instilling into a young man, a young black man, the things that, Excuse Ugh. me, y'all. That's that. Yeah, that's that. Come bud. On, I'm sorry. That's that Bud Light. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, y'all. But he's instilling. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was trying to hold it, but he's instilling into his son that he doesn't want him to go through the same situations I went that through. Mike from 26th Street yes. in Park Place in Norfolk. Anybody know from the Hampton Rose area? If you don't know where Park Place is, Park, don't go there. Park Place? Don't go there. Stay where you at. <laughs> Not if you ain't from there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I just wanted you to hear that from 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 his son. You know what I mean? Because what what we just heard is probably something y'all probably won't ever hear again from mm-hmm. anybody else, man. And this man is doing that by himself. Got to. Because I think because what I what I realized when when I had Brandon was, and I've never understood how dudes have kids and walk away. Like, how do you see somebody that look just like you and then be like, nah, you know what I mean? Let me go ask my daddy real quick. But But you feel me. But see, because of that, you have an opportunity now to say, okay, I seen all the shit that happened to me because I didn't have you. I know for a fact when I bring somebody in that look, I'm going to do everything different. I'm going to be an awesome dad. you You know what it brings to mind? What's up? Remember that episode of Fresh Prince? When his pops his pops had came back, and that one scene where his dad was like, "No, nah, I'm leaving." Powerful. Yeah, and Will was like, "I'm gonna be the best, and I'm gonna I'm gonna raise my kid, and I'm gonna love my kid." And da, da 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 da. You know what I mean? Right. That and then he was just like, "Why he don't want me?" You know what I'm saying? I I never wanted him to grow up and be like, "Why you won't did?" I can't imagine. I can't imagine what his life would have been like had I not stepped in that situation and been like. Nah, you coming with me? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, 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 my mind only can can fabricate the wildest of imaginations to think how my son would be living at 13 right now. Without that, you, exactly. That's that's crazy to me. So, but I'm able to do that and and have the foreknowledge. And and and, and I want to touch base because you know he's 13, so uh, you know he's nervous when he come on the mic. I, I don't teach him. That women are evil and I'm not teaching him that he got to watch his back against everybody and I'm not teaching him that the world is necessarily um, this this negative place. But at the same time, I'm raising him with the mind state like, okay, man, 
Like, I know all these girls is pretty, right? And I know you getting into that age where it's like, hey, she fine, right? Yeah, he too. But, but not what's going what's gonna keep these girls around is not always gonna be your looks. Like, you need to be hitting these books two times harder, yeah, right? Because that's what's gonna put you in another echelon of of making money and being successful, mm-hmm. so you can attract the right woman, right? Because I think it was it was a quote, and I, I don't want to misquote this, but one quote I always tell him, I'm like, you know, money will bring the chick that you want, but, you know, struggle will bring the chick that you need, right? Mm. And I've, I've heard that, I've heard that for years, and it's, and it's very powerful. But the main thing I always press to him, the addendum to that is, and it may, but I don't want you to struggle once you get her. Right. You, you see what I'm saying? Right. So I'm trying to be the platform for my son. Right. So I can get to a certain level so you can leap off and go farther than I ever thought I was going to go. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Right. And I think that's what we have to do, especially as black people, man. Like, we got this mindset. Like, oh, I got I got mine. You got to get yours. Like, and that's how people raise their kids. Yeah. Like, a, you a grown-ass person telling this little-ass kid. Oh, this is mine. You got to go out here and get yours. Thought that shit. Bro. My parents raised me when they bought that house out there, right? Uh-huh. They bought that house out there with the five bedrooms and an acre of land. My mama told me when, when the day they walked in, it's your house. This this not just our house. This it's your shit. house. She told me every other day, if everything go left and you got to come back home, fuck with the world thing. Because I got you. Because that's what family do. I love your mom, too, Yeah, man. bro. She keep it a buck. And your pops is a... And he that nigga. <laughs> this dude is a solid motherfucker. I have dog. never woke up one day where it was not rain, sleet, hail, thunderstorm, flood, whatever the case may be, and this man didn't go to work. Not one day, bro. Not one. My mother would have to damn near drug this dude at night with Nyquil or whatever to get him to stay home and sleep, because that's just the type of man he was. Right. So when a people man's man. when people look at my work ethic, like, why are you doing this and you doing that and you got a son and another, you making these moves? Because that's all I ever seen. Right. You see what I'm saying? So that's that's my generational vibe is getting up and right. busting my ass for my kid. You see what I'm saying? So I, I don't understand this mentality of having a whole child. And not setting them up for success or, or letting that shit from your past go on to your kid. Okay. Oh, so for instance, and I ain't going to say no names, but I don't give a fuck because I don't think none of them listen to this shit. Anyway, there's a little girl I know. She's a tennis player, right? All right. She's a tennis player. Her father is an asshole. Complete wholeheartedly. Hard as fuck on her, right? To the point where I know CPS at this point has been contacted, right? Mm-hmm. But... His excuse, I guess, that's, you know, running through the, the tennis communities. Well, oh, I was raised hard and da-da-da-da. Bro, don't none of that shit matter. Right. Period. When you have a kid, you have a decision. to. That's a new slate. Right. That kid don't know nothing. Right. Nothing. It, it, and it's a difference between being a generational curse and having a generational curse as an adult. Exactly. Once you hit an, hit an adult, once you hit adulthood... That actually becomes a conscious choice to continue exactly. to be that way. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Because at an as a uh, adult age, you know right from wrong. Mm-hmm. You know when you're being a dickhead mm-hmm. and when not when you're not being mm-hmm. a dickhead. Mm-hmm. So that's just a conscious choice. If he's an adult and saying that's just how he was raised, grown ass man. Okay, that's his conscious. And this girl choice. eleven. Oh yeah, that's a choice. You see what I'm that's saying? A choice, you got a, you got an opportunity to go to therapy. And if he do listen to it, tell him to come see me. I already, uh, yeah, I already, I already told you I was gonna bust with that. But you have an opportunity to go to therapy. 
You got an opportunity to be better. You have an opportunity to address your... It's so many ways to address your personal demons so they don't have to come out right. and, and be on somebody else. And I just have a, I have a problem when adults feel like people or children should have to put up with your shit. One thing I just... It just hit me. Go ahead. So she... This is a, this is a young lady, correct? Mm-hmm. And her father... Biological father, yes, is talking to her like that. Yes, so it's a slight possibility that she's gonna grow up thinking that it's okay for mm-hmm. men to, to talk, talk to, to her, her like that. the way exactly. she do, the way they do. Exactly, that's the problem. Exactly, because she's gonna think this is how a man should treat me. Right, and see, this is why. And I don't want to press a button here, but I'm, I'm motherfucking press it. This is why I'm so careful who I bring around my kid. And that's not just a, I'm going to address all points. So with women, I don't bring certain women around or I'm very careful when I meet somebody and it takes me a long process, right? Even with him being 13 years old, because I don't want him thinking, you know, well, if they arguing all the time, that's okay. That's how I should be with my relationship. If they not communicating, if they not doing this, if they not doing that, you know, that's how I should, um, you know, handle my stuff too. Right, right, right. No, I need him to see like when that day does happen and if I happen to slide a ring on some young lady's finger, like, yo, okay. And I ain't saying everything going to be perfect in roses because it's not because we yeah. people, right? Correct. But yo, like, okay, my dad love my stepmom. That's how I should treat a woman. Like right. he buy her flowers every Friday. They talk about stuff. He still da-da-da-da-da. You know, he should see those type of things so when he get a woman, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, that's how I should treat her. Correct. Same thing with, with uh, uh, friendships. You the only nigga that come over here. I don't bring nobody. Yeah, that's over. what I know. You I see what I'm saying? That. You it. And the <laughs> reason why is because you, you don't do that fuck with. You see what I'm saying? To mm-hmm. be in my career, to be around my son. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. Because I know, hypothetically speaking, okay, if I'm telling my son that's my friend, God forbid something happened to me, he know he can go to Uncle Will. You see what I'm saying? Correct. I don't want him feeling like, oh, I should just, you know, when I get my own, I should have everybody. Or I tell him, be selective with your circle. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Because when you have a circle, you have to be able to trust everybody that's in that circle. Yes. Reason being is because when you have a circle, there's going to be people in that circle. If I'm looking in one direction, I can't see everybody mm. in my circle because oh. it's a circle. Okay. So you got to have the trust to say, even though I ain't got my eyes on you. I know you're not going to stab me in the back. That's what a circle is. People be like, oh, I got these people in my circle, da-da-da-da-da, but then somebody fuck you over. See, that wasn't a circle. A circle is saying, y'all surround me, and these different people are are into different aspects of my life, right? Right. I can take my eyes off of this person, right? right? And they're going to cover that end of the circle. And there's enough trust for me to turn my back and know you got that aspect of my life. Wherever I put you at, whatever information I gave you and trusted you with, and you ain't going to use it right. to stab me in the back. You mm. feel me? That's a circle. <laughs> That's a circle. You shouldn't have to always watch every motherfucker. Boy, don't get me preaching in here. So I say all of that to say I, I just really feel like we have to be in a point in our lives that said this, this shit is not going to continue. Right, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's not. We're we're gonna stop doing certain things. We're going to stop allowing certain things to happen to us, because you know life does happen. But there is a fundamental amount of control that you have over life. Right. Boy, don't get me preaching it. Okay. Me, okay. Me. So saying that, right? How how do a person who has 
who's only seen life a certain way mm-hmm. start to break the generational curse? The very first step is coming out of that denial, right? And addressing it like this is a problem. So let's say, let's say, let's switch, let's switch it up. Let's say it's a person that has a problem with alcohol, right? Okay. And they always drink it. Right. And they feel they can't stop. Right. And they don't feel like it's a problem. Right. And everybody around them is telling them, yo, you got an issue and your daddy had an issue and your uncle had an issue. And that and and because of this alcoholism, it's causing other facets of their life to fall apart. They have to say, you know what, I've seen the blueprint of what happens when somebody introduces this variable into their life. I've already seen how it plays out. I'm already on that path now. I have to now willingly say I have a problem, right? And then say, I need to do something to change this variable. I need to find a way to get it out of my life. I need to maybe go get some help. By any means necessary. By any means necessary. Because sometimes when you have a generational curse and it's like addiction or something like that, and it could be anything, sex, um, drugs, alcohol, whatever the case may be, sometimes it could be more money. You know what I mean? Anything. Anything where it's like you've seen it happen to previous people in your life and you're carrying it on. You right. know what I mean? You have to find a way by any means necessary to address that problem. But the first step is admitting that you have a problem. Right. Second step is getting some help. You know what I mean? Finding some form of accountability. You know what I mean? Like, I know for people, let's say it was porn. You know what I mean? They got the apps and shit where you can get the app and then your friend can get the app. And if you try to look some shit up, it'll alert your friend that wow, you're trying. I didn't know that. Yeah, and your friend can hit you like, yo, what you doing? Da 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 da. You know you ain't supposed to. Or they can block certain websites. Oh, that's so crazy. There's billions of ways to to address any type of generational curse or issue. You know what I mean? Right. Because usually it's always it's always something that triggered that shit for you to be on that path. But when you on that path, it's like, all right, am I gonna stop or am I just gonna let this run through? And it's not easy. No. It's, it's not. It's, it's not going. It's going to be some points where you fall off. It's going to be some points where you slide back. You know what I mean? Right. But the first step is just saying, I got a problem, mm-hmm. and I need to hold myself accountable, or I got to find somebody else to hold me accountable. Accountability partners. Especially if you already got kids that's introduced to seeing you do it. Because the the the, the thing for me, and I know I'm rambling, bro, but I, I promise no, no, about to no, stop. No, 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 no. The biggest thing for me when I had Brandon was, and how I always stay calm in certain situations with Brandon, what I said earlier, kids are blank slates, right? So Brandon's been here for 13 years, right? right? There's 365 days in a year. So in my mind, or I go get a calculator and I say 365 times 13. Right. Right. And that's the number of days that Brandon has been alive. What's what's that total? Three hundred and sixty five times thirteen. Four thousand seven hundred forty five days. Now, now clear that out and go thirty two times three hundred and sixty five. Eleven thousand six hundred eighty. So we looking at I got a good I don't know how many, but there's a big ass difference between how long he been here and how long I've been here. Right. So if I'm dealing with something that's consistently been plaguing my life. I've experienced it. I know what it does. I know it's an issue. These kids are blank slates. Right. So they see that, and because they have no impressionable knowledge of life, they're going to think it's okay. They don't know it's an issue. Right. You see what I'm saying? So for them, it's like, oh, 
my uncle snorted drugs, and my mama snorted drugs, and my daddy snorted drugs, so I'm snorting drugs. And I know snorting drugs is an issue and a problem, and I know it's destroying my life, but I don't feel I need to stop. But now I got this three-year-old or four-year-old who's watching me. You see what I'm saying? That three-year-old, four-year-old is just seeing you do it. So they automatically think, okay. That's what we do around here. That's what I'm supposed to do around here. So I'm going to go snort some coke. You see what I'm saying? They don't know the negative implications because they've never been introduced to anything that's negative. All they seeing, they they are they are getting their blueprint of life off of everything you do, which is why. So you know, back when we was in high school, it was mad chicks around. It was mad promiscuous all the time. Would be quick to throw it to you, and dudes would be like, "Oh, them the jumps, them the jumps." You know, everybody wanted the jumps, right? Right. But the thing about it is, what we probably didn't know is either a. Like, her mama probably was into something. No, she's seen her mama being on a whole bunch of dudes. Her mama may have been raped at a young age, so she was mad promiscuous throughout her life. So all she seen was dudes coming in and out the house. So at a younger age, that's all she saw. So she thought it was okay. So she go doing it. You see what I'm saying? Then she have a kid. Then that kid have... You you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, so it's wow. easy It's okay. easy to link these chains together. But it's, it, it, it's very hard to break these chains apart. You know what I mean? Okay. So I know we just went somewhere. <laughs> not gonna lie, you messed me up with the last. I'm not gonna front. For I never real. even thought about that. That's what because it's like some, somebody had to be the initial person for them to see that and think, oh, okay, that's how a man's supposed to treat me. On or it's okay for me to be with a whole bunch of dudes. Or it's okay for me to drink. It's okay for me to smoke. It's, it they see it and they replicate what they see. You see what I'm saying? And because they get so used to living like that. By the time they hit 30s, if nobody ever said nothing to them, then it's like, oh, this is how I'm supposed to act. You see what I'm saying? Right. So that's why the generations now is so fucked up because our generation has so many issues that we never addressed. We can't even teach the younger how to be on the straight and Because then they look at you like, well, you doing it. Well, you 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 fucked up. Well, how, how you going to stop me? How you going to? You the pot calling the kettle black right now. That's what I'm saying. You dig what I'm saying? So, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, bro. It's 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 deep. <laughs> Will is over here like rubbing his eyes and shit. It's uh, it's deep. Okay. So my main thing was, and you know we did a lot of shit back in high school, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean. So my main thing was I was going to raise him completely different and not allow the stuff that I picked up later on to affect him. You know what I mean. So he's a completely different type of kid. Than I was Complete, Night and day Because I, I'm not letting the shit That I had to deal with Come on to him Bro you can do anything Literally You can do anything You can you can do it. You put your mind to it. Motherfucking anything You can do it I, I I consistently preach that shit You can do anything You want You want to play tennis You want to go to Wimbledon Bro we going to Wimbledon You want to work for NASA Bro we going to NASA You know I We teach We should teach them that shit Like for me, another, and generational curses can even be something meager, like small. Yeah. Like for me growing up, I always got told by like certain teachers and shit that I wasn't smart, especially when it came like the math and shit. Same here. So I hate math. I'm in college right now, and I fucking hate fucking math. Hate math I right hate now, it. Bro. I don't even like seeing this shit. But when he started coming up, I told him math was easy. Math is easy. Your brain can comprehend anything they put in front of you. I see what you did. He makes straight A's I because I told him that math was easy, and I don't let him see me being like, fuck this shit. You see what I'm saying? Right. So in his mind, it's like, oh, statistics, phenomena, it's cake because that's, that's what I put in his head. So it's like that's a generational blessing 
versus having generational curses. So now when he have a kid, he gonna be like, man, math that shit easy. What trigger? You can do calculus and da da da. He doing trigonometry at thirteen. Yeah, but that's that. But that's what I pushed to him when he was young. So now when he had a kid, he gets to pass that shit on. The lessons that I'm teaching him now, these generational blessings. You see what I'm saying? Now he gets to carry that down the line. That's how we got to start. Generational wealth is so much more than money. Yeah. It's so much so more than much money. More. I think we got to get to a point where it's like we can't just want to live leave our kids with money. We have to be willing to leave our kids with knowledge and also confidence in themselves. Because if you give a person a whole bunch of shit, money, Mike. like that, you see what I'm saying? They have a bunch of money and a whole bunch of money is great. But if you ain't got a lot of confidence in yourself or you got wisdom, so like if you don't have the wisdom to be able to handle that money, exactly, to be able to make that money work for you, exactly, then you're technically broke. The greatest thing my father ever, ever gifted me with was wisdom. The greatest thing. Because it was so many things as a kid he drilled into me that I may not have paid attention to. But then when I got in these situations, as I got older, I would hit that nigga in my head. Almost like a motherfucking like Jedi or some shit. You know when the Jedi would die yep. and the nigga would come back as a ghost and shit. And the nigga would be about to go do some shit. You know then. the beauty about that your situation that you just said? What? Everything else could be taken away from you except for what you have been taught. Exactly. Except for what have you been taught. And because I got that, I'd never be broke. I'd never exactly. lose nothing. And guess what you're going to do with that? Guess what you have done with that? Pass it down. Exactly. exactly. Guess what he going to do with Pass that? Pass it down. Exactly. Generational blessings, bro. Talk that talk, bro. bro. I'm preaching. Talk that talk, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely glad we... uh. I'm definitely glad that we was able to get, get into this, man. This is definitely a... Um, Something that definitely needed to be talked about. We had, we only had thirty three. We only had thirty three. We only had thirty three, yeah, bro. Let's we, keep it going, bro. Got, what 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 else? What else is on your mind, bro? Speak from the heart. Speak from the heart. I can't do that. This this podcast. You speak from the heart. You want me to speak yeah, from the you, heart? Go ahead. The floor is yours. Um, I want to be I, one thing. I want to uh, I want to talk about. We did say this was gonna go a whole different we did. direction. We did. Before, I hey told y'all, you. Before, before we started, Mike said, "Yo, we're not even gonna stay on this topic because we're, we're gonna, gonna go somewhere else." I want to talk about. Um, this could be a whole different. Go ahead. We can do a part two. Yeah. This. Is, yeah. Bet. Um, support. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about when I say support, I mean from your circle. Ooh. Hmm. Um, and I, I want to talk about that because, like, I was speaking about uh, the art, my boy RJ. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, the way that I support him, I support everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, when he sells me stuff, when he sells me these trays of food, mm-hmm. oh, I gotta see that menu. Yes. I know, I know it's not in your diet. Listen, I, I know it's look. not in your diet, <laughs> but brother. When I tell you this motherfucker made me the seafood Alfredo the other day. It was banging. But you know the dope thing? You know the dope thing about you? What's up? I bet you you ain't asked that nigga for no discount. I did. Mm-hmm. I don't ask for no discount for nothing. This this hoodie I got on right now, my boy uh Harley Mac. You know what I'm saying? His ass, I'm going to just use his Instagram name. Harley Mac. He's a phenomenal musician. He has a skate team. He uh just started the clothing line. Boy, pay full price. I don't ask for discounts for nothing. But that's what friends will do. I, I don't ask for, you know what I mean? Friends will come, to, friends in quotations. Well, oh, that costs $40? Yeah. 
Damn, man. Can I get that for like 20? Hell no. That ain't your friend. That ain't your friend. But you know what, though? Friends will not, friends and family will not support you when you start your own shit. Shall I go <laughs> there, sir? Friends and. Shall I go there, sir? Listen, when I first. Whew. Bring it down a notch. When I first started my personal training journey, right? Mm -hmm. I was not charging nobody a single dime for mm -hmm. two years. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Preach. Even when I won't charging people nothing, mm -hmm. nobody fucked with me. Mm. But then what happened when you got? No, no, I'm gonna change that. You know what? Per I'm gonna tell you who did rock with me and showed up and drove thirty minutes from a whole nother city. Who? Carissa. Carissa. She showed up. Every single night. And I couldn't make it to the gym until 10 o'clock at night because mm -hmm. I was working. I still had a regular 9 to 5. Yeah, she was big on the fitness kit for a minute. Yeah. She would show up every single night. No matter if she was about to, she would come to the gym, change, go out, and go hit the club or some shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. she made sure she showed up every single day when I asked her to be there. That's support. Even though she didn't want to be there. That's support. Because I would, I would be a asshole to her mm -hmm. in the outside the gym. Friends. That's my sister. Yeah. I love her to death. Mm -hmm. I love her till the wheels fall off. Mm -hmm. In the gym, I'm not your fucking friend. Mm -hmm. Just to let y'all know. Mm -hmm. But she still showed up every single day. Mm -hmm. That's you know support. That's real support. And I'm That's talking about support. she's driving from a whole nother city, bro. She down there live by the base. Mm -hmm. And would drive to Battlefield Boulevard. That's support. Exactly. And that's love. So when I say I want to speak on support, man, it's certain things that people do that I don't fuck with. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I have people that I see, hey, man, like they don't mind paying full price for what them folks are mm -hmm. charging. Mm -hmm. But when it's your own circle, yep. when it's your own people, yep. they want a discount. Yep. Or let me get you back next time. Yep. You don't see a motherfucker going to the Ferrari dealership, mm -hmm. the Bentley dealership. Mm -hmm. Hey, let me get let me let, let me get a discount on that Bentley. Yep. They gonna look at you like you like your like you out your goddamn mind. Or the shit that or the shit that irritates me sometimes. And I, I just I, I let it rock. But how you support other people's shit, but then when you start your own, it's like, oh, just everybody quiet. I watch shit like that. I watch people where I see you promote other people's shit, but then when I come out in the similar vein, you ain't got nothing for me. You don't got nothing to say. I watch people spam the fuck out of the Joe Button podcast. And don't do but shit won't for our post, shit. But won't post my shit. That so so I watch shit like that. I I watch and I remain fundamentally calm because there is going to be a day, and it's coming very soon. Where this podcast will be in the top ten, if not top five, a podcast top three. On top three of the world. I promise you. I pro well, I promise you that's coming a motherfucking day. You don't got to tell me because I see it. It's coming. And the day I get there, you will have no choice but to retweet my shit and to post my shit because you're going to see me. Everywhere. 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 I'm going to be on your TV. We're going to be on your TV. And the post is going to say... I knew that nigga. That's what it's gonna say. I dang, I used to. And, and you, you want to know? You want to know what my comment gonna say? Go ahead. We don't fuck with you. No, nah, I'm saying, uh, that was old. <laughs> you don't know me. You don't fuck. We don't fuck with you. I don't like know that. you. 
I don't know you, but that's what's happen. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah. Oh, you and you gonna find you gonna you gonna. I see that shit now. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. with everything I got going on, mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, you, you wasn't with me lifting wasn't in the with, gym. Bro. Wasn't with me lifting in the gym. You really wasn't with me lifting you in see the what gym. I'm saying? So I'm but like, now shit is booming. You know, now me. you want on, bro. You don't even got my number. Exactly. But it's gonna happen. But I just so I just sit. I just sit back. I just sit back and I watch and I say, okay, cool. You know what I mean? And it's and it's not a hate thing, but it's just This is a great learning experience for us. Yeah, yes, yes it is. Because I would rather I think we would rather see it now than see it later. Than to see it later. Exactly. You know what I mean? Because we are two unapologetic males that mm-hmm. if we don't rock with you yeah, I'ma show it. <laughs> you, you gonna know. <laughs> you would definitely know. There's no like damn. There's no we, gray do, area. Do, do, do we'll rock with me. Do yeah. rock with me? You would definitely There's know. No gray area. So it's it's certain. You're right, and I've seen that. Yeah. I've seen that because I granted I don't post a lot on social media. Mm-hmm. I just retweet our shit. You know what I'm saying? That's I, all I really you know do. What I'm saying I, I send my uh I send the uh, the link. For the whole podcast mm-hmm. out, you know what I'm saying? I do a group text, a big yeah. ass group text, mm-hmm. and just shoot it out. Boom. Mm-hmm. Feedback. Be minimal. Bro. Now I must I must admit there's there's been a lot of people that I didn't expect to rock with it that rock with it and that's great. You know Same what I mean? Here. But it's just the people that I su- I I supported you. You know what I mean? Right. Like when you had your shit. But now that I got my shit, it's like you just ignore me like I'm not, and it's cool. It's okay. And it's, it's not a, it's not an anger thing. It's, it's like only a, it's this is a we told you thing. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. not an anger thing. Yeah, this yeah. is gonna this is a hey we told you exactly. We know what's going on. But, no hard feelings. We love everybody. Exactly. We love everybody, but it's just a we see what's going on, and we appreciate y'all not fucking with us like that. Exactly. So we and, really do. And so for anybody that's about to step into any form of entrepreneurship. What I want you to know, now, nah, what I want you to know is the people that you think going to fuck with you the hardest is not going to fuck with you. You know what? A wise man told me something. A wise man told me something. I feel like I'm dropping a lot of quotes in this one. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to say at the end of this. But a wise man told me you'll never be big where you're from. Not in the sense not in the sense of, of your local area, but just your group, your people. You'll never be big. You'll never be big. Think about, like, motherfucking Jay-Z people, right? They don't see Jay-Z as Jay-Z if they grew up with that nigga his whole life. They see life. him as Sean. They just see him as Sean. Right. It don't matter how much money the nigga get, I'm sure they respect him for his position. Right. But you'll never be big to the people that know you. You got to go away. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's the people that's that, that have no idea who you are that you're larger than life to. And, and that's not always a problem. But, see, the issue is is that, see, the people that's right next to you, is the ones that should have seen the grassroots of your potential. Because you was here when it started. And I told you what it was going to be. And you didn't believe me, so you didn't fuck with me. But now that I went from grassroots to a whole motherfucking tree, now you want to eat off my tree. And I'm like, nah, nigga, fuck that. You're not eating off my tree. Yes, there's something out there. You're not eating off my nah, tree. You're not eating off my tree. Like, you had a chance. So don't, if you didn't want to plant apple seeds with me, don't come around asking for no motherfucking apples. Facebook, you know, you know, uh, Facebook started in a dorm room, right? Yes. 
you know the Facebook story, right? How it started, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. he sent out, like, yep. hey, meet me here. Yep, 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 yep. Meet me here mm-hmm. so we can discuss this this platform that mm-hmm. I got. Because Facebook only started off for Harvard. Yeah, yeah. It was Facebook, just for college. Yeah. yeah, Facebook. And then it branched out strictly. Face, actually, I believe Facebook started from almost like kind of like tinder yeah and all that where mm-hmm. you can see the females yeah. and males that you're compatible yeah, 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 with yeah, yeah, and yeah. it only started off for strictly and you had to have a cop but and then, and then when they started to branch it out you had to have a college email address to get you had to have jump. a college id yep, yep yep you know what i'm saying but martin zuckerberg sent out a mass f- f- i believe it was flyers back then mm-hmm. for everybody to meet him at the dorm room mm-hmm. only two people showed up yep and Amazon started in the damn garage. Amazon started in the, in, in, in the garage. And what I'm saying about that, your supporters, when when he sent out that that mass, um, that met those mass flyers, like I said, only two people showed up. And those two people are still rocking with him to this and, day. And they, and they billionaires. And they are billionaires. Billionaires. And the same and, and and to piggyback off of that, me and my um my business partner, um, me and my uh business partner Chris. Um, business, uh, Chris is the, uh, owner of green enterprises, LLC, mm-hmm. and he is partnered with my main LLC, which is Illumin one LLC. And we will have these round table discussions every single Sunday. I told you about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you about mm-hmm. this every Sunday. It would be at least nine, eight to nine people at his crib in his back patio mm-hmm. having a little round table discussions talking about where the world is going talking about foreign exchange money talking about how we can get into the price of gold talking about the stock market talking about real estate mm-hmm. and every week you will see that number trickling down mm-hmm. as far as people showing up as far as people showing up damn and when we have these roundtable discussions, mm-hmm. guess how many people are there, bro? Probably just y'all two now. Just me and Chris. But guess what's going to happen when that shit turn into a conglomerate? I don't know And y'all, y'all start reaping all the blessings there. I don't know them. You see what I'm saying? That's why I said. Because remember how many times we have been talking about this podcast? Yeah. And nobody wanted to fuck with it? None. Then we started the podcast? Now everybody now everybody want to be on Everybody wants to start a podcast. Everybody want to be on Yeah, everybody want to be on the shit. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, hmm. I don't listen, y'all. I'm gonna be honest. I don't mind, but Mike is not fucking with y'all. See, he go okay, okay. Because I ain't always lie, feel ain't with y'all I always feel like I'm the bad guy. No, so, no, so, you're not. No, you're not. Hold on. No, 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 I'm no, not, no, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop. I'm saying you right from their there. perspective. No, go ahead. Their perspective. Go ahead. I'm not go gonna ahead. let you speak that negativity <laughs> on yourself, son. Okay, okay. You are not a bad person. I'm not. You are Michael motherfucking Willis, that's and that's right. who you are. Junior, don't forget the junior. You are Michael motherfucking Willis, Junior. Okay. You are not a bad person. You are who you are, and you better be proud of who you are. Bro. I am, nigga. So, so let me explain why I have my stance uh-huh. that this will be a two man show with the occasional guest, but a two man show. The reason I say that is because when I when I when I called niggas to the pot, when I called niggas to the water, and I said, "Come on, let everybody let's drink." Nobody wanted to drink. You see what I'm saying? Oh, nah, that water don't look good. We don't want to get nah, 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 nah. We don't want to. But see, me and you took a sip. And it turned out to be White Hennessy. That's now everybody wants some of the cup. No, now hold on now. Now hold on. Now when I tried to give you some, you ain't want it. Now everybody want to play a part. And see, the, the the problem is, and what everybody has said is, they be like, yo, y'all got a chemistry. Y'all got a vibe. That shit just flow. See, then when you start adding in all these other parts to your shit, that's how shit get fucked up. 
Because mm. it's not the same. When you, when you figure out the special recipe, you see what I'm saying? You don't change the recipe. You don't change the recipe. I ain't never heard that nigga Mr. Krabs say he was going to flip the Krabby Patty into something. You stick with what works. Oh, shit, you right. You stick with it what works. The Big Mac been out for how many years? I don't eat fast food. Before but I how, was born. Before we was born. Have you ever heard of them niggas changing the they Big Mac? They change shit. Nothing. It's the same Ooh. shit. Why? Because I found something that works that everybody loves. So why should I change what I got now just because you want a part? Nah. Mm-mm. The recipe is the recipe. Now I might allow some some sides in here. Might throw some fries, some fries, some 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 whatever. But that Big Mac is the it's Big gonna Mac. stay the same. And with that, brother, we at forty seven. Hey man, we gonna go ahead and end it right here, man. We just wanted to leave y'all something to talk about. Um, like I said, we took a week off and we had a lot to say, man. If you love it, you love it. If you don't, you don't. But at the end of the day, you still gotta fuck with us either way. Uh, what you got to say, man? Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't have a quote this week. It's been a long week. It's been. <laughs> I don't. It's been a very long. week. I don't bro. have a quote this week. So my final words, what I will, what I will leave everybody with, is this, and I'm just saying this straight off the top, straight from my head, straight from the heart. I feel like we have to come to a point in our lives, everybody, not just myself. Where we want better, right? Mm. And 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 I don't mean that as just far as relationships or money or jobs. I I just mean everything. I think we 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 need to take a step back while we still have this time in pseudo quarantine, and look at what's going on in our lives and say, is this what I want for myself? And if it's not, if it's not, if there's one facet of your life where you feel funny it it doesn't sit right it's like uh, I, I i really don't know about this examine that examine it really put it under a microscope and if it does not fit excommunicate it right walk away this is the main thing i tell my son and i'm not gonna go on the, i'm not gonna go on a tangent but yeah, let me get this do. out this is it like this life right here this these moments this this right here as i'm looking at you and you looking at me right this is it when this is over we don't get this again there's no redo this day this moment like this right now we're tracking at 49 49 and some odd seconds right okay. so all these 49 minutes it, it, i'm i'm glad that we spent them the way we spent them because those are 49 minutes we'll never get back exactly so look at your at your life and the aspects of what's going on right now and really ask yourself like is this how I want to live my only life? My only life, not life. Your only I think we forget sometimes that there are graveyards filled with millions of people who are no longer here. The graveyard is filled with more millionaires than there are on planet Earth in general. And you know what else? What's up? More potential. Exactly. Because people die full of potential because they never put it out. They never put it out. Never. You, 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 you're not supposed to die feeling like I didn't do everything I wanted to do, everything I was called to do. And I wasted time doing dumb shit. Like we will, niggas will die with ideas that could have made billions of dollars and will die and be like, okay, no redo. I don't want to die with regrets, bro. 
I, I don't I don't want to die feeling like damn I could have did this or I could have did that or I wasted time over here. I, I, I just don't and I look at stuff now and I'm like when 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 shit go wrong or it's not what could I have done with those minutes? What could I have done with those seconds? Right? Right. I spent I, I know I'm going long, no. bro. Let me finish. No, no, I don't spent, keep going. I spent yesterday me and Brandon binge watched Cobra Kai. Right? Ooh. The whole I had never seen the shit before. So Let we me ask you this. Go ahead. Did you watch uh what was it? The Karate Kid? Was it the Karate Kid? Yeah, yeah, Kid? I seen Karate no, Kid. Yeah, he yeah, yeah he's seen Karate Kid. Kid. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So we binge watched Cobra Kai, the whole first episode, right? I had a fucking first ball. First episode or first season? First season. Okay. I had a fucking ball. And we bonded and we connected and we was talking about different shit and we was pausing and, and talking about the episodes what I was and it was almost to the point we sit he was like I was sitting on the couch, he was sitting on the floor and we was watching it. And I almost cried like he ain't see it because it was like damn, like I was having the time of my life just sitting in my house watching TV with my kid. I didn't want to be nowhere else. Nowhere. Like if life would have ended right there at that point, I died a happy man. Because I was doing the greatest thing in the world to me, spending time with my kid, watching TV and hearing him talk and all these concepts and ideas and being like, damn, you used to be this little tiny little thing in my hand. And now you almost damn near five foot ten and, and just having a ball. Right. I those how many hours that was or whatever binge watching those that was hours not wasted. I did the maximum amount with that time. I didn't want to be with nobody else. I didn't want to talk to nobody else. I didn't want to do nothing. My phone was in the motherfucking kitchen. Yeah, I know. Right? I wasn't being bothered with nobody because I was watching Cobra Kai with my 13-year-old having a motherfucking ball. If you cannot metaphorically, and metaphorically follow me here, watch Cobra Kai with the 13-year-olds in your life. And those who are deep thinkers know what I'm saying right now. Ooh. If you can't watch your Cobra Kai's with your 13 year olds in your life and have a ball, you're doing something wrong. Talk that shit, right? And that's where I'm going to leave it at. Man, look, I don't even want to follow up with anything closing out, but I do have a question for everybody. This is a, a rhetorical question, so don't. This is not a question you need to ask out loud, but this is a, a personal question that I got from uh, my boy Chris. What is your why? Mm -hmm. Meaning, what will it take for you to get up and get to it? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, you have to, it has to be something in you for you to go ahead and, 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 and get out and get to what you really want to do. And that's pretty much all I got to say, man. You're, 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 like I said, ask yourself, what is your why? Mm -hmm. What will it take? What What is in you? What What is that fire burning in you that would get you to do what you really want to do? Mm. You know what I mean? And uh, I just want to shout deep. out a couple people, man, Go ahead. real quick. Um, my boy uh, Chris, C the Barber on Instagram, the letter C the Barber. On Instagram, like I said, RJ Famisoul on IG and Facebook. My boy uh, Harley, um, 10MFTB on Instagram. I, these are like the guys that I really love, man. I really support these guys. And my boy Harley, he lives all the way out in California, man. We used to have gym class together in middle school. You know what I'm saying? This guy's a phenomenal guy, man. This guy made 
we were young. He made beats for uh, for Dipset back in the day. Mm. Yeah, he uh, and he's a very talented individual. That's big. And he he hits me up on the DM. He supports me, and I support him, man. Mm. When he make his uh, products, he actually listens to our podcast. Mm -hmm. Why he's making his products? That's dope shit. You know what I'm saying? So definitely get that guy a follow, man. Um, follow his merch line ten m f t b. And do me a favor. Don't ask for no motherfucking discounts. <laughs> I love y'all. Y'all be cool. Y'all continue to be awesome. Continue to be great. And continue, most of all, continue to love your motherfucking self. Amen. I'm going to see if we can get, Um, I just reached out to it. I'm going to see if we can get Ressa on the show next week. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. We're going to see um, what we do. But I have been Mike Wills, the world's greatest single father. Hey, and I'm Big Will, man, the realest nigga you will ever meet in your life, man. Y'all be easy. This has been the 50-50 Podcast. To the wheels fall off. Amen. Be blessed. Peace.